It is George Sedano. It is Scott Kaplan. Sedano and Cap. Your Tuesday afternoon. When you hear this music, George Sedano, what do you think of? Oh, Free Willy. You think of Free Willy and whales splashing around. Yeah. Well, over the weekend. Don't laugh, Mace. One Scott Kaplan posted a lot of stuff on Instagram from his Mexico trip. You get the, Are you there, Cap? I am here. And there was an orca, a uh, whale. Many. F- splashing through the water. And you took and Mason's putting on his headphones because we do believe, all of us, that this was Photoshopped. Oh, come on. You even put the hashtag no Photoshop. That's true. That's a dead, that's a dead giveaway. <laughs> I would agree. Once you say no Photoshop, it makes me think, oh, this must be Photoshopped. Yeah. Oh, well, Captain's really fired up. We've also got a major announcement. Let's get the show going. It is Sedato and Cap, your Tuesday afternoon. Right now, boys. Yeah. I'm back. Bing, bada, bing. So is Georgie. Ba, do, do, do. I hear Mace is in the studio. Ba, ba, do. Hey, birthday coming up, Mace. <laughs> do, do, do. That's right, tomorrow. Do, do, do. Why are you so beat? How did I get wrapped up in a romp him tomorrow night at the Lakers Sixers game for your birthday? Man has free will, man. You chose that thing. You guys think I photoshopped this picture? Hell I mean, yeah. it doesn't look real. That's how we led the show, Kaplan. <laughs> it doesn't look real. Okay, but hold on. Let, can we just let's have a real heart to heart here conversation amongst See? the, the, corazón the people. A corazón. The whole mishpucha. Right. Yes. Thank you, Chris. You guys know that I can barely turn my phone on. This is exact. Hold on. Lindsay, what did I tell you he would say? That he doesn't know how to Photoshop. Christopher, yep. what did I say yeah. that he would say? That he doesn't know how to Photoshop. And, I, again, who was with him all weekend? That's, that's, she's the right. She's the, exactly. She's yeah. the culprit okay. here. But go. let me just say this. You ready? So because somebody thought that I photoshopped this picture. It looked very photoshoppy from the second I saw it. You can see it, the video, at Scott Kaplan on Instagram. So photoshopped. You know, a lot of times nowadays, these, like, touristy vacation destinations will have that, like, built into their AR where, like, there's filters and stuff where you can just put it in there. They do it at Disney. You you hit it on the nose there, Lindsay. That's right. You could put baby Yoda in your photos at Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah. I mean, what what were the selections there? Was it an orca? Was it a marlin? What else could you have put Dolphin, in there? Dolphin, sailfish, yeah. what else? Yeah. Okay, yeah. but let me let me at least try and talk you guys off this. You ready? Okay. All right, first of all, you know that I have some technological challenges, so Photoshopping, George, you nailed me guilty as charged, okay? Yeah. But secondly, you both, everybody here knows, I'm so insecure I would never put a shirtless photo of myself on Instagram. Because I don't think I look good. But, but I you felt, did. I Correct. You know why? Because Rachel Could, made you do it? No. No. <laughs> yes, she did. Uh, of course she did. Okay, maybe. But the thing is, is that this picture is so one in a billion. Yeah. That even with my shirt off, I was like, no one's going to look at me. They're all going to look at the fish. Now, what are you looking up at in this picture? I'm talking to the captain. What are you looking up? I don't get I'm that. talking to the captain at that moment, yeah. and the deckhand is the guy who's like, you guys stay. Because here's what happened. We ran into this pod of orcas. Which, is that what they're called, a pod of orcas? I, I pod think of so. Them. I think, because I don't think they're a school, because school are for That's fish, good orca right? knowledge if you got it. I, mean. I think it's mammally talk here, Yeah, I think. It is called a pod. I looked it up. What is a group of orca called? Oh, a pod, not a pot. Pods, no, a pod. pod. 
I thought you said pot. Sorry. It's okay. Pod of orca. Right, a pod of orcas. Orca. Should we post this? Can ESPN Los Angeles post this and put a poll? Great Carlos Isu is. Yeah, uh, Carlos posting it right now as we speak. Yeah, put it on Twitter and on Instagram, and put up like in the stories on Instagram too, and put up a poll, and so we can see where uh, where we're at on these things. You, the poll being what? Just the question is is very simple. Do you believe this is a real picture or was the orca photoshopped? That is the question. It's a fake orca. Say this, fake orca. The guy, the guy (laughs) who took the picture, (laughs) the guy who took the picture was the deckhand. And he said to us, you what was his name? Oliver. Okay. Yeah. Oliver, huh? Mm. Yep. Oliver. Mm. You're yeah. not believing you that. You've got to have you? a good deckhand when you're on trips. Uh-huh. I think so. You know? I mean, because the captain, Ablan, no English. Okay? And you guys know me. I'm like Did you 20%. speak Spanish to him? I, I, I spoke, like, call it 20%. You know my broken Spanish. And the deckhand, Oliver, he spoke like 40% English. Mace, so I don't know if I could bring this up, but Mace is not a fan of the Spanish cap bit, by the way. Yeah, I think it's a little disrespectful. Well, Spanish, what, what, what Spanish like, cap No, I don't think you're, you're fake Spanish. Fake I, Spanish? I said it, you know, producer fake Spanish. Cap, and Sedano do it with him, so it's okay. Dude, that's my, ver- I'm trying my best. In fact, I'm starting to practice now. I want to practice more. I, I feel like an idiot. I go down to Mexico. I can speak like 20% Spanish. I know how to ask where's the bathroom and can I get a beer. In fairness, that's kind of what I do, 20% Spanish. I, I've taken so much Spanish in my life, and I still can't speak it. I'm still not fluent. And you find this to be disrespectful? Yeah, a little. Really? Yeah. No, I don't find it. Yeah, I find it to be fine. a little disrespectful. Anyway. I mean, I'm the pe- person who should be offended, and I'm not. And yeah. I, don't think Laura I mean, Sedano washed up on the shores of Miami many no, years I ago. No, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Lauda, are you offended? No, not really. Yeah, okay. You can see why I would say that, though, right? I mean, I, I also understand, but, like, <laughs> I get it. But it, it would be different if you, were, if, 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 you were in our, if you were in the league, if you were in the Latino league. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. You know? Well, that's another league you're not part of, Mason. Yeah, how many <laughs> leagues am I not in? <laughs> well, we know you're not in the it's NBA. League, I'm not in the NBA league. It's a great league. Nope. Yeah, not no, the, that's Not in the Latino league. Lots of fun in this league. Mm-hmm. I'm half in the league. Yeah, yeah, you're like you're like. You no, know, no, you I'm get, half. Less I'm half. than half. No, 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 I'm half. I'm half. <laughs> Less. No, Less half. 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 Really, forty-eight percent. No, half Italian. Half I just half, like yeah. to make fun of him. He half knows that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the deckhand Oliver yes, says, deck "Guys, hand. stand here because these orcas, orc guy, they're jumping everywhere. They're right. just jumping out of the water. They're putting on a show like like they're at SeaWorld, but this is real life." So he says, stand there, but I'm looking up at the captain, and I'm trying to hablan en español, no offense. And, <laughs> and I'm looking up at him, and the dude takes the pictures, and he has the picture of the, the, the fish jumping out of the water. And he just caught that one in a billion shot. It's true story, man. Yeah, I, I still am not buying it. You've okay. not sold me on this. Okay, at let all. me sell you. Let me sell you further. You ready, Steve? Okay, ready. You ready? Here goes. Yep, ready. Go on to Instagram right now. Okay. Go to my Instagram. At Scott Kaplan. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. I want you to see the two minute video I posted. Now, George, back to your whole thing about me not knowing technology well enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I posted last night on Instagram a reel. You guys know how to post a reel? Well, you just post a video, a video. and it becomes, it becomes a reel. You just asked everyone on the show if they know how to post a reel. <laughs> That's right. I did ask that question. Yeah. You know why, Lindsay Baseball? <laughs> why? Because when you go to push the plus sign on Instagram, it gives you the choice. Post, story, reel, or live. 
So last Never night I, post- that. <laughs> I posted reel thinking that I could take my two-minute video and put it on a reel. Apparently, I didn't know this until earlier today, a reel gets cut off at one minute. Did you know that? Uh, no, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know this. Yeah, either. Instagram only allows you to post videos. Come on, Cap, you're losing seconds. us. You're losing I, us. Keep so it popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on, let's go. On, push, push, I posted push. the reel of these, of these orcas jumping out of the water to prove that this was not Photoshopped because they were everywhere. But I just had to repost on a post, not a reel, so you could see the full two minutes. Because first I get these things jumping out of the water. Then they're right on top of the boat, man. At one point, I was standing like half off the boat taking pictures, and this orca jumped up, and the captain pulled me back because he thought the orca was going to grab me and take me in. That's how close into nature I was this weekend. Now that and how close I was story. to not returning. That would have been a That would have been pretty good. Yeah, that'd be And then good. you guys would have believed me, I bet. Would have bought that. Yeah. You wouldn't have been around for us to believe. Rachel probably would have had to call us and tell us what happened. Come yeah, well, what we would have arm, done, right. We'll well, Rachel would never have called us, let's be honest. I mean, you know, at this point. Did you jump her yet, Cap? Did you no, jump her after you got back? Not after this weekend. Come on, man. Oh, you know, your lovey-dovey post all weekend long, it's really despicable after how she <laughs> well, treats you. On a, after how a, she a, treats you. On a lovey-dovey tirade with her. Yeah, you know, exactly. like it's, they, Oh, Rachel, like, for, for, I got to get back to my show. I'm sorry. It's first. It was the you know the the, the Van Gogh museum. Yeah, the Ka- Van Gogh I museum. Mean, Mason, would you have believed that Kaplan would go to a Van Gogh museum? No, what I would believe that he would cut off Kaplan his own ear before he'd go to a museum. Do not belong in the same sentence. <laughs> you stepped on my bed a little bit, Mason. Sorry, that's oh, that's great. Doing my best. I liked it. Yeah. Where do we go from here, boys? It's four oh eight. Well, I, mean, yeah, I, I know where I go. <laughs> we got a break. Gotta go no, home. Well, oh, what well, we could? Well, you can go home. Yeah, it's true for sure. Uh, Mason, you know what we're going to tease on the other side? Mm. Are you starting to believe in the Los Angeles oh, Lakers? here we I go. Say. Let's I do it say. on the other we're side. Up, we're down. We're in. We're but hold on real quick. Let's talk about why I'm here. Yeah. Why oh, are you yeah. Here? Why are you here? Yeah, well, I'm here every you? Tuesday live and here? in the flesh. But Yeah, se- by the way, did Mason ask you to do live for his show too? Is so, it yes. Mason? Actually, Wait, he went above Mason, my head. You- did, were you, did you have that much FOMO that no, you had Chris? He went above my head no, no, and no, like no, made no. it a big deal of like, well, he why does Morales me, not only do the afternoon show he live? He asked me if I mind him doing live because you, Because I'm I like, sat no, here for two minutes. Well, if this is your job, no, go and do it. I said that today after you went above my head well, to get me in here every day. Well, Morales has Tuesday. told me, and perhaps I'm betraying a confidence here. Uh, okay, but probably. But uh, Mor- <laughs> Morales has told me in the past that you don't like, you say you like the rejoins, but then when... Chris starts to get playful with you guys that you guys get upset and get offended no. or annoyed. You can even we talk about when our contracts are up today. We'll talk about anything. I, I, yeah, when are I'm, they up? I, when are your contracts? June 30th. June 30th. But, but you've been year? doing that bit for a long time. No, but, like, but this is for real, June the 30th. I mean, it year. is the real June the 30th. Yeah. Right. Cap, let me ask but, you something. If your contract I mean, was but up. listen. Go ahead. Mason and Beto has a nice <laughs> ring to it. Screw right? Beto. Screw I made the proclamation today that if Mason and Ireland don't get renewed, I will leave as well. Okay. Wow. Me too, okay. Mason. I'll jump on that. Everybody's in. in it. I'm in on that. We're out. Let's go. Summer vacation. It, it'll basically be nine hours of Travis and Sliwa. Good night, <laughs> everyone. You know what, Ward? We're going to win at the uh, Mandy's best exit. We're going to win best <laughs> exit. Go. So hey, we have announced today that the 710 Mandy Awards have officially been moved to Friday, June 24th at the oh. Quiet Cannon in Montebello. If you haven't voted, or if you want to vote again, vote early and vote often for all the awards at 710awards.net. Thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings and Jim Beam. And it's only one week before the Mason and Ireland contract expires. Yes. So we may be there. 
Or you're we may be not. There. Whether wait, your contract wait, is renewed are, or not. Are you not going to show up just because your your deal? I mean, how many times? Wait a minute. If we're on our way out, you think I'm going to show up anywhere? Yes. Well, but, but I'm saying, like, the deal. Sometimes they come down to the wire. Are you not starting negotiations now? I'm not. I mean, maybe some agents are somewhere. You don't have any idea at all if your agent has spoken to management. No clue. None. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's not true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that, that's less believable than no, my picture. No clue. No clue. Come on. Who you who you kidding here? I mean, Travis and Sliwa in the midday, though, you know. That's uh, absolutely. Oh, I wanted to remind you guys. It's. Uh, <laughs> Don't do it. Don't it's do National it. National Pistachio <laughs> Day. Take it away, Sedano. <laughs> he's been doing this bit all day long, making fun of our rejoins, which he's wait, jealous wait, of. Wait, 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 wait. You can't make fun of it, Mason, because when I was producing Mason in Ireland, you got mad when I told you, we because you were like, well, why can't we bring up like the holidays True, and I, the birthdays? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I said, way, we're doing anyway. I, wow. said, I said, well, we can't do them as rejoins because that's like the afternoon shows thing. And you're like, yeah, but the same people aren't listening in the, in the afternoon. Well, that's what you you tried to steal he it. He did, and I shut it down. Again, I'm wow. going to repeat this. Sedano, I was doing radio when you were in a friggin' playpen. Yeah. <laughs> Not something I've that you should be proud the, of. I've done all the bits. I've done them all. So yeah. you're actually borrowing everything from me. I am? Yes. The entire act. That's my favorite. The I've been doing act. this for 20-something well, years. Listen, I, I'm not borrowing your act because you're the one that now, like, I had to tell you to be mean and not be the nice guy, for God's sake. I mean, we had to toughen you up and I got, I got up mean. on the leather couch with you. I two got weeks mean. Ago. Exactly. All right. I'd like to leave. I mean, no. you can go. Are we going to no hang out tomorrow night, though? Are we hanging out? Yeah, at the game tomorrow night we're hanging out at the you know uh, Lakers game. It's if, my birthday. If you guys don't get, if Ireland doesn't get renewed, I'll walk out. If uh, you don't get renewed, then, you know, I'll just tell them to put Travis or Sleewood. I'm going to take a selfie tomorrow night with Cap's daughter. That's what? right. She is coming. Yeah. She is coming. I'm bringing my daughter tomorrow night. You know, Mason, don't have a happy birthday. Oh, Thank you. man. But Sedano will be I'm there, gonna too. be there tomorrow night. He's calling action on uh, ESPN, I think. <laughs> Are you doing radio or TV tomorrow? Radio tomorrow. Oh, so he's calling the play-by-play action. That's Why don't you nice. wear a romper? Will John Ireland listen back to no. his broadcast for tips? No. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. <laughs> he's He's got well, a well-established It'll also be style. simultaneous, uh, if you don't realize that, Christopher. I mean, well, no, he can listen back. He can get a recording. Oh. Where available. And say, hey, I want a one-day tall game like George Sedano. <laughs> I don't think he needs any pointers from me. That's for sure. Oh, wow, nobody going in on the Ireland bit. That's interesting. Everyone running away from that bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ireland got really mad at Mason and Greg last week, so I don't want to be part of that. You know, get that. And rage. he did me a favor last night, so I, I don't want to be a part of it either. Oh, well, well, is that mean, right? He what did he do favor? for you? I, I, did you know that Ireland was mad at you? Did you know he admitted that? Mad at me? Not you. Oh, mad at me. Oh, well, I assumed he was mad at me. I I mean, we were we got Greg, pretty pretty. Greg got him to admit it on the air. Did he? He said, I told Lisa, Mason and Greg pissed me off. Yeah. He said it just Good. Like I'm glad wow. he did that. Yeah. Stand up for yourself, John. Ooh. Wow. Look at Ooh. you, Mace. We toughened you up two weeks ago. Wow. I love this, No, Mace. that's true. I Actually, it was a bit of a turning point for me. I love it. <laughs> like I, the this Lakers. Is, this is what like I want. All Lakers. right, we're going to get into the Lakers. <laughs> is it time, Mace? Is this the time to believe? Uh, we'll do that next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. And it is Sedato and Cap, your Tuesday afternoon, live imaging day. And on this day back in 1985, Tears for Fears released, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, as the third single from Songs from the Big Chair. Don't smile like that, Mace. Sedano and Cap, your Tuesday afternoon. Afternoon drive in Los Angeles continues now. What movie was Everybody Wants to Rule the World in? It was definitely in a movie. A lot? I feel like the, the end, no, but the, specifically the end of a movie. Uh, it had to have been one of those like... Uh, 80s movies for sure. Right, like, like a, it's not The Breakfast Club because that's a different ending song. But I'll bet you it's one of those kinds of movies. Yeah. It's also Bavarian Crepes Day. You like a Bavarian oh, oh, Crepe? Oh, Who oh, doesn't that's... like a Bavarian Crepe? i got to be honest. I haven't different. had a Bavarian Crepe in quite some time. What's, What's the, the difference, difference between, between a, Bavar- a French Crepe and a Bavarian Crepe? <laughs> the, the amount of question. cream. I think it's the amount of cream. Is it really? Bavarian Crepe? Or the style of cream? Probably. I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. A little Bavarian. Would never know the difference. That. Yeah. Sedano and Cap continues now. Muchas gracias, Christopher. Uh, So, real quick, let's get into the Lakers here real quick. Yeah, let's do it. Now, let me start with Laura, because Laura is the diehard of diehard Lakers, okay? She is, not only is she the Lakers fan of fans, she's also the perfect Laker fan, because she she loves to make fun of the Clippers if she can. (laughs) So, uh, Laura. Yes, sir. The Lakers... Mm-hmm. have played a little better recently. Yeah. And, and by mm-hmm. better, I'm saying, like, they're playing at 500, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they won a couple well, of road games. Yeah. They yeah. did. They, they did win a couple of road games. Now, they should have won the Washington game. They should technically, have. Technically, they should have a three-game winning streak. But they have played much better on the East Coast since the Timberwolves game, okay? And I think, like, I had this conversation with somebody, and – I jokingly made the comment that Wenyan Gabriel is the secret weapon. And then we started getting into a more serious conversation that, well, you know, if you give LeBron an athletic big and then you give him a guy who can handle the ball and shoot a little bit, and DJ Augustine, who is, you know, he's played on some playoff teams before. It's not like he's some scrub. And, you know, like, it's better than what they had. And I'm like, you know, you're kind of right. Now, is that enough to win a first-round series? Probably not. But I don't think they will embarrass themselves anymore, is the way I would describe it. As ridiculous as that sounds, that they've had to take guys off the scrap heap like Stanley Johnson, Wenyan Gabriel, and DJ Augustine and rely on Austin Reeves and Malik Monk, I actually think those five guys I mentioned, and Carmelo I would probably include there, and Russ playing a little better, has them being at least not a disaster. Now, Laura... Are you okay if they're just not a disaster considering the way this season has gone? Yes. <laughs> right. I'm serious. Yes, I'm happy. Like, I take, not a disaster. I take the wins we get. Some are pretty. Some are better than others. But I take the wins. Do I want them to be better? Of course. Do I think that I... Hmm, are they going to go anywhere? No. But, you know, I like the wins. God, I love to hear what you just said. Are they going to go anywhere? No. I don't think so. Because... I think there's a lot of people out there that are are drinking the Kool-Aid right now. And you 
a, a lifelong diehard not doing it. Very interesting. Okay. Keep no, going but with she's okay board. with it. She's okay with it. Like, Look, I, I would say that they are playing a little better. And now, look, when you're playing Wenyan Gabriel 31 minutes, it kind of goes to show you the dire straits that you're in. And But this is the, the, the situation they found themselves in. But I'll give them credit for finding a Stanley Johnson and a Wenyan Gabriel because anybody could have had those guys, DJ Augustine, and they're actually playing decent minutes for them. Where did Wenyan Gabriel come from? And I'm not joking. I'm being serious. So Wenyan I... Gabriel as yeah. was uh, was on the Clippers earlier this season. He was on the G League team. He was on the Lakers G League team. Okay, because he's a second-year guy out of Kentucky, and you just figure, you know, if somebody plays at Kentucky, you might have heard of them in college. But it, it occurred to me last night, I'm like, oh, my God. This guy, Wenyan Gabriel, the only person on the planet I know named Wenyan, this guy's on the floor starting with LeBron James in Cleveland, and so is Austin Reeves for that matter. Right. Like, Austin Reeves was not expected to be part of this Laker team, and he's probably been the, the heart and soul guy of the season. Even yeah. last night on that, that, that dunk uh, over Kevin Love, I mean, it was his great pass that, that oh got LeBron God. going down the lane. Wenyan Gabriel, George, a guy picked up, you called it the scrap heap, is a starter for the Lakers. And all of a sudden, this is why I was kind of surprised by Laura's answer, all of a sudden, kind of looks like what I said to you last week, they're a collection of individuals, not a team. They look like they're all of a sudden playing a little bit of team ball from out of well, nowhere. Well, I'll tell you this. They are, I think the team is refocused, okay? Let me just say to you, I don't want to give away a lot, but I will tell you that my, my conversations have made me believe that the team feels more like a team to your point and that they have kind of refocused because they've added a couple of guys even though they're not star names or whatever that at least fit right where remember we spent a lot of time talking about how this team just doesn't fit because dj augustine can shoot the ball can handle can do more than one thing right my biggest complaint on this team for the most part besides the three guys has been that there's too many specialists. Okay, well, Wenyan Gabriel is a good defender. He's athletic. He can finish around the rim a little bit. He can, you know, set screens and roll to the basket. You can play kind of small ball five with him potentially if you He's have to. He's got cool hair. He does. Yeah, uh, I just want to add DJ, that to uh, DJ Augustine, as I mentioned, isn't a specialist. He can be a point guard. He can shoot the rock. Like, he's a he's a pretty good offensive player, has always been a pretty good offensive player. Seems so, to bring positive energy. Yeah, and again, he's always been a good team guy. And well, when Gabriel is. is just a kid, and much like Stanley Johnson, who's older than him, obviously. He's a couple of years into the league. But, again, these, this is a guy who's hungry for an opportunity. And I think that when you look at this roster, too many specialists and, and guys who are, to your point, playing as individuals, and it feels like they're finally playing like a team for a yeah, little bit. And I, I'm not really sure why, but you would think that when you bring in you know guys from the outside – Really, essentially, this late in the season, you're in pure desperation mode, which, very frankly, the Lakers were. But when you're a kid, two years in the league, and you're starting with LeBron James right next to you, and you're in Cleveland, and there's an energy last night, you have this like appreciation of, I'll do whatever the king tells me to do. Even that DJ Augustine, he was saying at the postgame press conference, hey, look, when you have superstar players like LeBron, and he then said, and Russ, it kind of tells you how a guy who came in from the outside perceived those guys and how much he's enjoying having the opportunity to play with them. I almost feel like these guys who were probably brought in because the, the team was desperate have brought a positive energy 
and I know that sounds a little cosmic and very easy, but I'm serious. Like, they are playing better. The thing is this, George, your question was, are you now all of a sudden believing? Um, Believing? I believe that they are not going to get wiped off the floor. I believe that they will be competitive if they get to the point where they can play in a series. Yes. Yeah, I was listening to these post-game press conferences last night, and they're boring, dude. When the team wins, they're lame. Like, when the team loses and everybody's giving Russ a hard time and Russ is getting aggravated, like, that's entertainment. You know, but when everybody's so happy and we're talking about cashmere sweaters that our kids drew on, that's not fun. But the way the media asks the questions after the game, when they're losing, it's like, what's your problem? What's wrong with you guys? And when they're winning, they're like, so are you guys going to win a championship or what? Like, the, the whole attitude changed. Well, because that's supposed to be the goal is, hey, dude, you guys came here to win a championship. Like, are you going to do it or what? Right. You guys just won two games on the road. It's the first time in, like, the last 20 games you guys have won a couple on the road. So they hadn't won back? since, like, January 15th or something right. like and that. I, was it, road. like, 11 straight losses? Something like that. But the thing is, so are you guys going to win the championship now? Is that what we should expect? Because I'm not really sure if they're good now or if they've played with more energy. No, I, I just think they're ball. playing. I think you nailed it. They're playing more like a team. And we can dive a little further into this as the show goes on. We'll get into that. I do want to talk about uh, Freddie Freeman. He reveals uh, a Dodger player, much like uh, Von Miller and those guys were recruiting OBJ. There was some Dodger recruiting of Freddie Freeman. And this Braves general manager needs to just stop about Freddie Freeman. Like, dude, he's gone. Like, stop it. You, you look pathetic. What are you doing? We'll get into that and how pathetic that dude is in just a second. Stick around. We're back in three minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. It is Sedato and Cap Live Imaging Tuesday. On this day back in 1958, the number one hit 
a group from Los Angeles, the champs, saying tequila. tequila. You know why they were called the champs? Tell me. They were na- named after Gene Autry's horse, Champion. Ah. Oh, yeah, you didn't know that, did you? Did no, I did not. Here we go, That's here we go, here we go. Trivia there for you. Tequila. Also, it is National Goof Off Day. Oh, that's you, Cap, all day. I've been goofing off all day. Didn't even realize it. That's what he just said. Yeah, I know, I mean, but I didn't realize it was the day. <laughs> literally just said that. Yeah. 710 Mandy Awards are back on June 24th, Friday, at the Quiet Cannon in Montebello, right off of the 60 Freeway. If you have tickets already, they're still good, so you'll be there. We've got more tickets to give away to pack that house. Now, did you know, Christopher, the champs had a reunion in 2020? I did not. Yeah. In 2020? Yeah. Really? I thought yeah. this song was, like, super old. Well, 1958. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, apparently uh, some of the band members are still around. It says here Come that on. they had a 2020 reunion. The group leader, Burgess, resurrected the champs for a new album called Tequila Party. Mm, was it at an old group home or something? Whoa, whoa, wow. whoa. Damn, girl. You can say that girl. about a, a Latino rock group out of L.A.? I totally With just malice. did. That's yeah. horrible. That's, yeah. Honestly, that's really bad. That's really bad. That's really bad. Why? That's really bad. By the way, can we talk about Mason being offended about something? Something that the two Hispanic people, Latino people on this show. Well, no, he. So here's what happened. He got mad because I put it out on the air. He told me in one of the breaks. He's like, "Are you sure about that promo?" I was like, "What promo?" And he's like, "The one with him." I said, "Ah, it's a bit. You know, Kaplan. It's fine." I said, "Sedano does it. Laura does it. We're Hispanic. It's okay." And he was like, "Okay, okay." He was looking out for you guys. I think he was about to have Ireland missile me yet again about promos. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it is kind of funny. Like I. Like, I, I'm okay with being, like, sensitive to other people, certainly, right? Like, I've had, we've had the conversation on this show, like, the word uh, Latino or Latina versus Latinx, right? And I've said consistently, I've said, I don't refer to myself as Latinx. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't even know what that word is, right? Like, um, but if, I, if someone I know wants to be referred to that way, I'm not a jerk. I'm going to be like, all right, that's how you want to be referred to, Latinx? All right, cool. Latinx or Latinx or whatever, however you say it, right? I, you tell me how you want to be referred to. And by the way, that doesn't matter what it is. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, regardless of what the background is. I, I'm okay with the way people want to be referred to. But I do think it's weird when people from a different culture try to, like, like tell us we should be offended about something. Right. Listen, everybody on your behalf. This show's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Everybody on here, producer Laura, producer Lindsay. I found that to be strange. Right, right. We make fun of everybody equally. Nobody's trying to hurt anybody's feelings. We're just having fun. We're giving you a reason to smile on your way home. And I'm going to tell you guys, seriously, like I was down in Mexico for four days, and, you know, I realize my Spanish is not very good, but it's just barely enough to get by. And if somebody whose first language is Spanish can do like 20 to 30 percent of English and I can do like 10 to 20 percent in Spanish, we can communicate. I don't even and know you what you just said. Do you practice. guys know what he just said? I don't know what he just said. Nope. See, necesito, yo necesito practicar mi español. Okay, so see, now you're taking it too far. Now oh, you're getting a little extra as said, usual. That's why. Mm. You just no necesitas practicar. See, I'm still hung up about producer Laura saying the old folks over. I mean, that really bugged me. I mean, me. she did really she just went, railroad I mean, them. wow. Good Lord. But I was trying to do the math. I mean, it could have been at the, somebody's house. I don't know. There, there is a great Elks Lodge over in Culver City. And if <sighs> you walked in there, 
If you walked in there on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon, you would have a good time. Trust me, in the Elks Lodge. Elks Lodge is a good place to hang out. Moose Lodge is a good place, Right too. over there on Washington Boulevard in Culver yeah. City, in the CC. Yeah. Yes, I don't mm-hmm. You know, okay. <laughs> they like you over there at the Elks Lodge. They like, you know. Come here, Missy. <laughs> uh, Sonata and Cap continues now. Yeah. Please, thank you. Thank you. All right, shout out to the champs. Uh, but anyhow, speaking of the champs, the future yeah. champs, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Future champs. Yes, yeah, said it. Future champs. So apparently Justin Turner was heavily recruiting Freddie Freeman. We have a we had a uh, Vaughn Miller situation, right, where the recruiting was on. And, I look, I don't think you needed to uh, – I, I'm not a big believer in that you need to recruit, but I also think that it doesn't hurt by any stretch of the imagination, okay? Especially I, – I love a team that is so comfortable with their roles and, and just their, their clubhouse or a locker room, depending on what sport that they are like, yeah, bring on another awesome dude. Even though that, you know, that in theory, most guys are like, oh, if an awesome dude comes here, you know, it's like, forget it, bro. Like, that's going to that's gonna minimize me, right? It's kind of like Mason, you know, when Max came here and then eventually I came here, same kind of thing. I would imagine, you know, he was a what little. What about when uh, I came here? When yeah. I came here, there was nothing from Mason. It was just you I don't and know. Max. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You don't feel that way, know. huh? You no, know, he was like, oh, Kaplan. Yeah, I remember Kaplan. Yeah, I mean, earlier he said to you, he goes, you know, George, I was doing radio when you were still in diapers. Right. You, you notice that Mason didn't say that to me. No, 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 he didn't. No, no. He kind of made it seem like we were, you know, like peers. You yeah, and which, him are definitely closer in age than he and I. Yeah. I was hoping that he was going to get done saying to you, you know, hey, I was doing radio when you were in diapers and Kaplan, yeah. I was doing radio when you were getting bar mitzvah. I mean, just something that would show how much younger I am, you know? <laughs> You understand me? No, I get you. How much I, I younger are you than, than Mace? Not that much. Like a lot. No, get out of here. Look at his hair and look at my hair. No, but that's not a judge of anything. I mean, dye your hair. I, yeah, and I, I know was, people who have gone gray completely in their yeah. late 20s. Well, well I literally had lunch with someone today with like that. Israel Gutierrez is doing the, uh, the sidelines for the game tomorrow. I've known him for 20 years. As long as I've known him, he's been gray. Like, as mm. long as I've known him. Well, it was just my way of trying to prove how much younger and how much more millennial I am yeah. than Mason. That's mm-hmm. all. So I was using hair. That's the first thing that came to mind. Do you think Mason's jealous that you're romping it tomorrow? Let's talk about that for a quick second here, George. Yeah. Before um, we not, get back to Freddie Freeman. Yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling all that comfortable about the whole romper situation tomorrow night. But I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. I saw Bergman today on social media, yeah. and he's wearing the romper over his clothes. Now, to me, that is not. The no. way you're supposed to wear he, a romper. Absolutely he only not. did that because he was trying it on in studio. He's not going to wear it like that tomorrow. Well, if that's the way it fits over his clothes, it's going to be very, very big and baggy on him tomorrow. I can tell you that right now. Not a good fit. I told him we could order another one, you know, next day Amazon, or I'll bring some safety pins. Now, George, I, as you know, because earlier, as I was telling you, I don't have the capabilities to Photoshop this picture of a whale jumping at the exact moment. But I will tell you that I also don't have the capabilities of, like, even going on Amazon and buying the romper. Yeah, so about that, I was going to actually jump in and say that exact thing in the first segment. I said, I don't know. I think Cap's right because you can't really rely on him to do a whole lot, technically speaking, on his own. Because I said to Greg, I said, he asked me to go on Amazon and buy the romper. My feeling is when Cap needs something off of Amazon, he tells his daughters, like, 
hey, can you order this for me and I'll just give you the money for it? Because yeah, you so, probably don't do it yourself, right? Right. I say, here's exactly. my phone, use my account. Yeah. So, George, you know that Lindsay has bought a variety of rompers for me and then we'll try them on tomorrow in studio, decide which romper I'm supposed to wear to the Laker game, and then we'll return the other ones. But I just, I, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't buy it. I couldn't figure out which one I want. I said, you know what, Lindsay, you decide. And I'll just wear whichever one you think looks hottest. Okay. So what would you decide on? We haven't. We're going to decide You're tomorrow. You're going to find out tomorrow. Okay. All right. I'm going to be Fair doing enough. some modeling tomorrow. I think we should let the listeners pick, maybe. Oh, yeah. You should do that. I'm going to have to put some lotion on my legs. Yeah, you definitely should. Seriously, my yeah. legs are like dry, and yeah, you know, no one wants to see that. Well, Ashy. and it's getting hot again, so the, right. the humidity's like whatever m- minor bit of humidity we may have had here during the winter time is gone. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll have a we'll have a full romper, romp him fashion show going on tomorrow. We're romping it. Yep. Yep. Will um, you wear one tomorrow during the broadcast? Absolutely not. It's on radio. No, absolutely not. So anyhow, Freddie mm. Freeman. Yeah. Justin Turner recruited him. I love that. Do you love that? That the fact that these guys are so comfortable in their own skin, in their own clubhouse, in their own roles, they're like, yo, bring on another awesome dude. Let's go. Yeah, well, I think that the one thing about Justin Turner, can you imagine two years ago after the Dodgers won the World Series in the shortened season, remember afterwards that there was talk about how the Dodgers may or may not bring him back? Do you remember that conversation? Because it was yeah. like, it was like, are you guys out of your mind? Because that guy right there, the guy with the big red beard, he's the leader of the clubhouse. Well, he's- but here's the thing. I agree, but I was one of those guys to an extent. I was like, I'm not go- willing to go so far, right? Like, we were talking about contract lengths at that time. Now, it came in under the number that I was comfortable with as far as years, but, I, you know, there was a point where I was like, look, you know, because there were stories out there he wanted like four or five years or something like that. At that age, and I was like, bro, I don't know how comfortable I feel with that, especially knowing the way the Dodgers do business. Here's my point, though. He's one of the true heart and soul guys of this team. So when you you read these stories about Justin Turner and he's he's standing on first base because he he got the first, and Freddie Freeman is standing on first because he plays first, at least at that time, for the the Braves. And the two of them are having these conversations for years. But then when the Freddie Freeman thing happens here in the last couple of weeks – the one guy who's coming to him saying, come on, man, come home. Come be part of this. It's a guy who's already won, has that taste for winning, and wants to build the roster the best it can be so that he can get it again. Yeah. So, yeah, I do love it. Dodger baseball is going to be so much fun this year. Oh, my God. I can't wait to go. And Justin Turner is one of those players that if he plays for your team, you love him. And yeah. if he doesn't play for your team, you still really, yeah, really, really yeah. like him. Yeah, he's not. He's completely likable. Um, you know who's become unlikable to me is this Braves general manager who's like, the story came out that they were like only willing to go so far on Freddie Freeman, which is kind of weird because he's been there with you. He's been an MVP for you. He helped you win the World Series. And when that story came out that they were only willing to go so far and Freddie Freeman got pissed at them, basically. The story then turned into the Braves general manager insisting, well, you know, I cried. I mean, I literally cried thinking of we had to move on from Freddie Freeman. And people were, like, laughing at him and mocking him, like, stop, you didn't really cry. And he's now doubling down, insisting, insisting that he had shed tears over losing Freddie Freeman. Now, I don't know if I buy that or not. That sounds a bit dramatic to me. Uh, Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Maybe he's like Dick Vermeil and he just cries a lot. Who knows? But – What I would say to you is this, or what I would ask you is this. 
Have you ever cried watching sports? And save that answer for the other side. Because I'm curious to get the answer to this. Because I would imagine most people listening would admit to it, but reluctantly. That they would, that reluctantly, that they would have cried at a sporting event or because of a sporting event. As an adult, forget about as a child. We've all cried as a child. But I'm curious to hear this answer from all of you on the other side. We'll do that. We're back in two minutes and ten seconds. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Happy 91st birthday, William Shatner. I could see Kaplan doing this in a tuxedo with a cigarette, reenacting the Rocket Man bit. I guess I'm just all by myself. No, you're it not. It is Sonato and Cap. No, your no, Tuesday no. afternoon <laughs> I, I live imaging day. Oh, I didn't hear you. Seven ten oh. Mandy Awards are back on Seven Ten Awards.net. We've rescheduled them for Friday, June twenty fourth. Let me restate my bit. Now, I let me see- ask you a question. Go is ahead. that a recent Shatner thing? That no, that's from like the seventies when he did the Rocket Man bit. Oh, because I was gonna say it doesn't sound like him. No, so. no, no. no. I mean, I see myself crooning like this, though. I'm with you. I would think you were a crooner from back in the he day. He sounds like he's just talking. Well, yeah. that was his thing. That's For, crooning. I know, but crooning, I thought it was like a form of singing in a way, right? Yeah, it is. I think there'll be some crooning That's going on at the Mandy Awards. Keyshawn and I will croon. Maybe we'll bring Cap up there to croon. I would love to. In fact, um, we should decide on uh, on like a... A really cool outfit for this whole thing. You well, know? we're like, trying to go tuxes is, is what we're working on. But well, we could do other outfits. No, no, I'm, I'm for tuxes. Did you guys happen to see this week's episode of Winning Time? Yes. Okay, did you see what Magic was wearing when he went to the movie yes, premiere? Yes, indeed, yes. Yeah. See, something like that would be dope. That's what I'm into. Yeah. But we also need to, I need to kind of square away with Keyshawn. Like, he's not into you being on the stage with him. Why? <laughs> He's, like, specified in his contract. Well, if I've got to host this. After that that summer remote we did at HPC where, you got like, he had a bad taste in his mouth in regards to Cap. So yeah, he probably doesn't want me to steal the show from him. You know, Yeah, that's, what we, listen, we, that's what we were all worried about. And I would tell him, no, 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 my show, my, 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 mine. So, listen, I'll square that away before June 24th. we got some time here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sedano and Cap continues now. Maybe you could smooth that over a little bit. I will. I love Shatner. I loved Star Trek as a kid. I mean, obviously, it was like in syndication when I was a kid. But it was, to me, Shatner, those Star Trek movies were awesome. The Wrath of Khan, Ricardo Montalban being the villain. Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, so good. So good. Loved. can't believe he's 91 years old. Is that right, 91 or is it 92? Looks great, 91. Looks fantastic. incredible. 91 years old. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. He just went to space, too. He did just go to space. That's Who did he true. go with? Did he go with Elon Musk or did he no, go Bezos. with? Uh, yeah, oh, Bezos with Jeff Bezos. Yeah. yeah, it was you know technically space where they orbited around for like I mean, a minute or two. Yeah, I mean that's still pretty impressive. Yeah. I don't care. You know, I like, agree. you don't you don't have to be like you know go you know fly to Neptune or Uranus. You know what I'm saying? Like, where? <laughs> I want to be in space for the number of seconds versus number of years. So at 90 years old, he was in space for 90 seconds. That's quite an impressive feat. Yeah. I'd be happy if I could do 52 push-ups. Yeah. We all know um, that story. So I, so I asked you earlier, right? Yeah. We were talking about this Braves general manager who insists he's been crying 
ever since Freddie Freeman lost, like he or lost ever since he left. And I'm like, who cries as a grown person about sports? Like, really? I get it as a kid. I get it. So I put that out there, and I would have you answer. Now, Steve Mason has texted the show. That's right. And has texted you and I and said he cried at the Super Bowl when the Rams lost to the Patriots. And I said, like, in the stadium? Oh, wait, and when the said, Rams lost to the Patriots? I thought he was crying when the Rams won the Super Bowl this year. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe he was crying out of tears of joy. I assumed it was when they lost. But you're saying it's tears of joy. It might have been both. I don't know. But – uh, at the very least, he has cried at a sporting event. Mm-hmm. So I, I have not. I've never cried at a sporting event. I think that the last time I may have cried about a sporting event was when I was seven years old. Yeah, but have but, you ever cried because you've been overtaken by emotion no. with something related to sport? Not necessarily. Because here's the thing. The general manager of the Braves, you know what his problem is? Is that he doesn't know how to think on his feet when it comes to dealing with the media. In other words, if he cried because he felt that he and Freddie Freeman were in this great partnership together and they were trying to win a championship and they finally did. And then it just all fell apart and Freddie's gone his way out and we're not going to be together. Look, I could understand there being real emotion. I could understand that. But when he, when he has to defend himself, yes, I was crying. What do you not believe? Like, dude, just say to people, hey, look, we were really tight and this was a very emotional moment for me. Like, you don't have to sit here and defend the fact and double down, like you said, George, that you were crying. Just just be able to think a little bit before you talk. And believe yeah. me, for someone like myself to say that, that's not easy. Because, you know, usually my mouth works faster than my brain, you know. Now, do you have a moment where you've cried as an adult about sports? George, um, I have told this story, and every time I tell the story, I cry. And Uh-oh. I won't tell the whole story because I don't want to start bawling my eyes. No, no, go ahead. We want you to cry. That's fine. fine. It's a true story. All right. I've told the story. And this is not pro sports here. This is high school sports. This is my okay. son. Okay. Well, that's different. I well, that. okay, it is different. But what I'm saying is is that when you, when you feel an emotion about something sport-related, my friend Jim Lampley, name drop, you ask him about anything related to, hey, hey, Jim, tell me about Muhammad Ali. He'll start crying about stuff with Muhammad Ali. You know, when Joe Frazier died, he, he told me this story one day. We were having lunch, how Muhammad Ali disrespected Joe Frazier. And he starts bawling his eyes out in the middle of the restaurant because mm. you just get emotional about certain stories in sports. Yeah. Anybody Lindsay? else? Or am I, George, you may, maybe, you're, maybe you're cold, man. I mean, I'm, I've told you I've gotten older. As I've gotten older, I cry a lot easier now. See, I, I cry a lot easier, but not about sports. I, I mean, I, sometimes I'll watch a commercial and it'll get me all emotional, for God's sake. Really? Uh, I remember Budweiser did a commercial once where, like, some dude was, like, he had a dog, and he was always with his dog, and then all of a sudden he goes out one night, and then, like, the dog is, like, sitting there at the window as he leaves, and then it's, like, sunrise, and he's not back, and you're like, oh, man, did the guy die or something, like, drinking? Or... And it's like, and then all of a sudden he shows up, and the dog's all happy. You know what I mean? Like, so I, 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 I teared up with that, but uh, for whatever reason, sports just never happened. Wow, when I'm super not, well, when inspired, I was a kid, maybe, but not not as no. But like when I'm super inspired, like I remember the Jordan game against Cleveland, where no, uh, no, just stop, just stop. That's just rude. Yeah, sorry, Lens. I didn't mean to bring this one up on you. But when Jordan, what was what was then known as the flu game? Remember that one, George? Obviously, against Utah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was against Utah. Sorry, Lens. I guess the one over Elo. Oh, I thought was not well, you said game. yeah. That was the yeah. shot. Oh, I thought you the one he hit at Elo is the one you're thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. the shot. That's not well, the flu okay, game. so not the flu game. So the flu game, 
Like, right. I can remember being a kid, and I don't know how old I was. What year was that? Maybe in the mid-90s or so? Yeah, mid-90s. I mean, you I weren't rem- a kid in the mid-90s. No, right. right. I'm saying, so I was a young adult at the time. Yeah. And I can remember being, like, overtaken by emotion because I thought at the time, wow, Michael Jordan just gave every last ounce of himself to win right. this game. And I was moved by that. By the way, I mean, didn't you see in the last dance that he didn't even have the flu? It was food poisoning. Right, it was bad right, pizza. Right, right, yeah. right. But, but that's what I'm saying. Back then, I was I was brainwashed. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Wait, so, Cap, it, was that before you started working in sports? I'm just curious. Um, no, I was probably already in it. I was I was okay. probably, like, early, early $5 an hour entry level stuff. I yeah. just, I'm curious because I feel like, like, Sedano especially, like, I feel like it's it jades you. Like, I, oh, by, yeah. by the time the Indians, I covered the Indians every day. I was in the clubhouse every day, like, by the time they made it to the Bingo. 2016 World Series, I there did not. I was like upset with myself that I didn't care more, you know. Like, but with the Cavs at the time, I didn't cover them every day. I went to all the games as a media member, but I wasn't in the locker room every single day. And I don't know. Plus the fact with like LeBron and everything, like I cried. I sent you guys a video. I cried like a baby when they won. Now mm. people are tweeting in, uh, obviously Kobe and Gigi. Now that's different, though. No, no, that's, no, no, no. That's, that's not a that's... game. That's not related to a game. Mm. Of course, every I cried my eyes out when that happened because just like all the things that ran through my head was like, first of all, Kobe. Second of all, oh my God, those poor people on the plane with those children. Like that, that a tragedy. That I'm not counting that. Like that's not what I'm talking. I about. cried when Kobe retired his last game. Okay, then, uh, that, there you go. That's one. That's yeah, a good and one. And then the Dodgers winning, like seeing Diaz pitch, like that yeah. was huge for me. So I mean, yeah. there's others, but those are the the most recent ones. I yeah, cried when Tom Brady retired, and then I cried when Tom Brady unretired. Uh, <laughs> you're such a jerky. It's true, man. Uh, Tom Brady on, and then he came back. I was like, yes. So like tears, tears of like sadness, and then tears of happiness. Morales yeah. said that he cried when Tigers won the Masters. I definitely did too. In, in twenty nineteen. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Yep. That's yep. it. That's you the moment. See, you Thank did. You. you did. There was. Ha. That was it. I'll never forget where I was. I was sitting on a plane, flying back from a game. Okay, and I was watching it on the TV on the, and that's the only time. And it was, you know, I, you know, when I cried, not when he won. When he hugged his son, when he had the moment with his son, that's when I cried a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, these are emotional things. No, no, but sports. that's it. But that's it. Thank you for reminding me, Lindsay. That's very a good, good. one. That's very, a good very one. good. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, I, I'm not opposed to crying if I'm finding something really inspiring. And no, like, I'm not opposed to crying. I'm not one of these like mu, ma, you know machismo Latino guys that, that can't cry. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. I'm actually open to crying. Like, cry all you want. So, um, so get back to the beginning of all this. So, are you? So, you're doubting that the general manager oh, of the Braves on, Stop. cried when Freddie Freeman Stop. left the team? No, yeah. You know what you should cry about that you didn't give him the money you should have given. Maybe him. that. Maybe that's what he was crying about. I mean, Jesus, for the love of God. You know, I mean, maybe that's what he was Jesus. crying about. Like, oh my God, I can't believe we lost this guy. Yeah. All right. Listen, whatever, dude. Like, I, I just feel like that seems, you know. You're sitting there and talking to the media. Oh, I cried, and then they don't believe you. You're like, I swear I cried. Well, like, that was stop. the dumb part. The dumb yeah. part was he should have just said, "Hey guys, I got emotional. What do you want me to tell you?" Like, just yeah. leave it at that. But you see, he yeah. couldn't think on his feet. All right, coming up next, couple things. Can the Lakers change the fact that no one seemed to be afraid of them? Okay, can the Lakers change that no one is afraid of them? I think that there there may be a turning point here. That. And the NFL QB carousel, is there another Matthew Stafford on the horizon this NFL season? All that coming up. Stick around. 
We're back in a couple minutes here on 710 ESPN.